Hey everybody, it's Lachelle, America's Supermom, and I just want to take a few minutes to give a little bit of a background and explanation regarding this post with uh, Jordan Gross. I want to say first that he is an amazing guest. Uh, His patience and uh, insight, I have just been blown away. Uh, I really enjoyed our conversation and... um, you know, just his perseverance. We actually had to record this uh, recording uh, about seven or eight times, and his attitude was just impeccable throughout the entire thing. And a little explanation on what took so long for a podcast that was recorded on July the 12th. Well, you know, I take all the accountability on that because – I had to edit this myself, so just a little disclaimer there, Uh, it is a little longer uh, because, you know, the um, interview got cut off, you know, with different uh, takes, so to speak, and uh, I just wanted to give a little bit of uh, background just to share um, what really went on behind the scenes with this and how it really grew me. the whole thing about being accountable, um, recognizing, you know, these are just organic conversations that I am having uh, to get to meet people in my network, to uh, have an opportunity to um, share uh, insight and perspective and just grow overall as a person. Um, I really resonated with a lot of the things that Jordan said, and um, he just really inspired me to continue to level up, uh, be the best version of myself, and to always be actively learning, you know, um, to have a conversation to where we really shared a lot of the same ideals and values, and for him to just be 24 was just amazing to me. Uh, His insight just blew me away. So this is just a little bit um, of an opportunity to just kind of share what an amazing person he is. Uh, I look forward to uh, what the future holds for him, Um, and I really uh, have connected with him and really would um, love to continue to support him in any way that I can on his journey. Uh, If you do get a chance to uh, hear the podcast and it resonates with you, go out and follow him, uh, purchase his book, because uh, I'm telling you, he knows what he's talking about. And just his insight to me is amazing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this recording. Thank you. Thank you. Lachelle. Hi, good morning. How are you? I am good. Can you hear me okay? Yes. How about myself? Fine. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. How was your so week? So glad. It was kind of busy and crazy, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's to be expected. You know, in my uh-huh. household, it's always a lot yes, going on. Yes, of course. Yeah, I have <laughs> done my research on you. You are somebody very special. Well, very, thank very, you. very special. Thank yeah, you so much. I really appreciate that. So Mm -hmm. I am really excited to get into our conversation. I first like to start these out with um, 
just telling everybody, you know, how we met, how this uh, whole conversation came to be, and a little okay. bit about yourself. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So you go ahead. I'm ready when you are. Oh, you want, you want me to take that away? Yeah. How we met? How we... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so you came up on Elaine Jacques' post mm-hmm. uh, on LinkedIn, I think just about a week ago, and, uh-huh. or maybe even less. And I looked at you and I, I looked that she shared and I just said, wow, I, I need to get in touch with this amazing lady because my mom is the most important in my life. And, and here's this super mom who is doing so much for her children and for the world. So I said, let me get in touch, see if we could have a conversation. And then it, it spills over nicely into my pursuit right now. So I'm currently doing 90. Okay. Have the opportunity to be on a podcast with somebody who I, I truly appreciated and respected and wanted to have a talk with. And oh, by the way, we get other people to listen to it as awesome. well. I just thought that was like the perfect storm. So that's how we got in, in contact. And I reached out and I'm so glad to be chatting. That now. is so awesome. And I noticed you were on yeah. um, Mark Strateski's uh, podcast. I was on his show. I hadn't got a chance yeah. to listen to yours, but. He is a great yeah. interviewer. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. He, he really challenged the, uh, the. He really challenges his guests, mm-hmm. which I which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Mark Mark was a great interview, and then we've been chatting now. He wants to do a TEDx talk, so I've been. Oh. I, I did one in the past, and he wants to do one too. So I've been helping him, you know, figure out a third door pathway into getting a TED talk because it's in pretty hot demand. So that's awesome. So tell us about your TED yeah. talk. What was it on and how <laughs> okay. long ago? Yeah. So it was based off of the concepts in my first book. So to rewind a little bit, um, I am a 24 year old corporate refugee okay. and I was basically going down the path of normalcy in my world, at least where based off of where I went to high school and where I went to college and what I studied and my internship very much by the book. And I was, you know, doing what people expected me to do and doing what society expected me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But pretty quickly into my corporate job, I quit and I said, this is not the impact I want to make on the world. Um, I wasn't really making an impact on anybody. Mm -hmm. So I left that job and I wrote my first book. And that first book was called Getting Comfy, okay. Your Morning Guide to Daily Happiness. Okay. And what it was, was my morning routine. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share it with people because in the corporate crazy world that I was in, I was coming into work positive and optimistic, even though I knew it wasn't really the place for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of my friends, colleagues, people who were even in the industry for years already, they were coming in stressed and burnt out and anxious. So I wrote this book to kind of say, here's my morning routine that helps me walk through the doors of work, super happy and excited and energized and charged to be there, right? So mm-hmm. Comfy is an acronym for my morning routine, but for the last year, year and a half, I've been talking to startup companies, high schools, organizations about what comfy means. And it's really turned into a mental preparedness tool for anything that is outside of your comfort or comfy zone. 
So my that. TED talk leading right into that was called Getting Comfy with the Uncomfy. Mm-hmm. And basically it was split up into three sections. It was split up into first, you have to get comfy in your own skin. That is mm-hmm. by far the number one most important thing. It is becoming you from the inside out. So you have to mm-hmm. be able to take care of yourself first before anybody else. And mm-hmm. then the second step is once you've attained that level of self-awareness, mm-hmm. then it's actually time for you to step outside that comfy zone because that's the mm-hmm. only way that you're going to grow, right? Mm-hmm. So it's deliberately mm-hmm. doing experiences that are new and challenging. And then I think there is where most of the advice stops and people say, yeah, you know what? I got to get out- outside of my comfort zone, but mm-hmm. nobody tells you exactly how to do that. So that's right. where the third part of the talk was the COMFY acronym, which is my morning routine, my comfy routine, where I shared with people how exactly to get comfy with the uncomfy through what that routine means. That is awesome. So oh, thank you. you. You got us uh, biting at our teeth here. What does the <laughs> uh, acronym stand for then? Um, you want, let's have a little fun with this. All right. Okay. So. On three, we're going to take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. So that's C, right? That's the C of the acronym that stands for calm. So any situation that's going to be stress or anxiety inducing, the first thing you want to do is you want to, you want to put your nerves at ease. You want to calm Mm -hmm. yourself down, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, originally it was a morning routine. So when the alarm clock goes off and you're startled and, you know, you get up in a panic, right? The first thing you Mm want to do is just take a deep breath and just let things out. So what's cool about the comfy morning routine is that all five acronyms, which will all five letters, which we'll get to, they're buckets, right? They're not exact demands. They're rather recommendations. So for calm, you could either do deep breathing just like you and I did. You can do yoga. You can do meditation. You can wash the dishes. Whatever you know for you works to put your mind at ease is what you're going to okay. do for calm. So then, um, Lachelle, we have O. So O stands for, I'll let you take a guess. How about that? Uh, what do you think O stands for? Um, organize. Not a bad guess. You definitely have to be organized, but no. Um, so O stands for openness. openness. Okay. So what I mean by openness is there are basically two forms here. You could be open with mm-hmm. another person where, you know, I pick up the phone. I say, morning, Michelle. It's, it's so great to be awake and alive. And, and I'm just so grateful for you. And, you know, I'm, uh, I accomplished this this week where you are just being open with another person and getting the thoughts mm-hmm. out of your head and out mm-hmm. into the world. Um, because if you bottle up the thoughts in your head, that's what leads to the stress and anxiety, right? right? So, uh, or you could be open with yourself and you do that through a very common tool of journaling, right? Where you put in your journal, your gratitudes and your accomplishments and maybe your fears, your strengths, your weaknesses, things like that, right? So that's, oh, that's openness. Mm -hmm. Um, M, M, I'll let you guess again. What's M? Mindfulness, (laughs) I would say. That's a great one. The, the whole thing is mindfulness, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely on the right track. Um, M stand, and this is a big, M stands for movement. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily have to be your workout for the day, but if you do 25 
jacks or a couple sit-ups, a couple push-ups, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a walk, a run, weightlifting session, whatever it is, it literally turns on your brain and your body. It gets you clear. It gets you energized, charged for whatever it is that you're I going to that. next. Um, so that's M. F is actually my favorite one. So I'll just tell you, F stands for okay. funny. And this is where it's not as you know, you don't often see this in the morning routines of people all Mm -hmm. over the world, right? So funny is basically a way for us to wake up or go into the day, um, not being consumed by what we're often portrayed Mm -hmm. in the media, right? The news, the news, I think it gives us these dramatic and traumatic events where that can only lead to pessimism throughout the rest of the day. But And I say this, you know, instead of turning CNN, turning on CNN, turn on your PNN, which is a positive news network, which which consists of, you know, funny memes Mm -hmm. and videos and puppy videos and babies laughing and all that Mm -hmm. good stuff. Right. So you just go into something not taking it yourself too seriously. Right. Because that's how you're going to approach a new situation Mm -hmm. in the best way. And then why, I'll ask you this, Lachelle, what is, what is one thing, I actually asked this on LinkedIn today to, to my network, but if I gave you an impromptu assessment and I said, you have 30 minutes to talk about one topic, go, what would you talk Collaboration. about? Collaboration. Oh, <laughs> nice. I love that. Um, so that's, that's you. That is your right. thing, right? And that's what Y stands for. It stands mm-hmm. for you. So you spend that last part of your, your comfy routine doing something that you want and love to do rather than something that you have that. to do. And that's, that's, the, whole, that's mm-hmm. the whole basis. The, the doing this routine is because it's all about you um, before something that is not about you now, necessarily. How do you handle, you know, being, um, mm. having this unique mindset amongst people around you that may not. Uh, have the same mindset? Yeah, that, that's an amazing, amazing question. Um, because it, it literally comes up every single day. And it's almost like, you know, I, I hate to live my life this way. But it's almost like I kind of have two separate personas. Okay. And, you know, I, I live with my four, uh, th- sorry, three best friends since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, you know, they're party boys, and they have their regular nine to five jobs. And they're living life, you know, according to their own terms. And I participate in that on the, on, you know, some Fridays and Saturdays as well. So mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, make sure that I don't miss out on these things that I know that other people are doing and, and my closest friends are doing. So that's like one side of Jordan, right? But okay. then to answer your question about, you know, what I do on a, on a day-to-day basis with all these, you know, thoughts and, and being different than my people around me, it's, it's pretty simple. I just surround myself with people who are like me and age has nothing to do with it. You know, I talk mm-hmm. to people who are in their seventies. I talk to people who are in their forties. I talk to people who are, you know, some people are younger than me who have this same mindset, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that's when I really, really, you know, start to shine because seeing somebody like myself who is, you know, up and coming in this world, that's mm-hmm. when I really make deep connections. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's that phrase, you know, you are the average of the five people around mm-hmm. you. And I try to make it the 500 people around me who really make me well-rounded and well-versed. 
um, as opposed to just zeroing in on, uh, you know, one particular type of persona. Okay, that is awesome. So, you know, I definitely agree with that concept, because, you know, you have to, people stretch you, you know, when you understand that there are things that you still can achieve. Mm -hmm. So talk to somebody who may be listening, you know, they're at this point where they feel like nobody understands them Mm. in terms of their dreams and aspirations. So what's the first way that they start making those connections and surrounding themselves with those people that move them forward? Yeah. So there has to be some sort of inspiration, right, that got somebody Mm -hmm going along this road. And for me, it was a particular individual, right? I don't even know who it was. I'm just saying if there's mm-hmm. one per, if there's one person, or one book, or one podcast, mm-hmm. or what one movie, right, who mm-hmm. that that has really, you know, piqued your curiosity and sparked your interest in something, then dive deeper into it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and follow the person on social media, we have the beauty of, of totally absorbing ourselves in somebody's lives these days for, for good. Mm -hmm. We could have the social media conversation for good or for bad, but I believe there's so much good that can come from it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because if you do your research, if you engage properly, if you, you know, you start to connect with other people who are commenting on their content and who are uh, liking their posts and, and whose ideas you really resonate with, then boom, you, you get to create your own little community as well, just through mm-hmm. following somebody who's at the, you know, the top of their top, right? And the mm-hmm. most important thing I would say here is to not play the comparison game and compare mm-hmm. your, your beginning to somebody else's middle or somebody else's uh-huh. end. You are just on your own, your own track. And, you know, it, it's about taking the micro steps in order to, uh, enjoy the journey of the person you want to become in achieving your goals rather than just Mm -hmm. being so focused on achieving, you know, a particular goal. I love that. And can we explain a little bit more about comparing the middle to Mm. somebody's beginning? Because I love that. I talk to people about that a lot, but from your perspective, you know, because people don't realize that. So what do you mean by that term? Yeah, I I can give you, I'll give you a great anecdote in my own journey. Um, Mm -hmm. so this was about six months ago. Mm -hmm. I was, I was on, you know, just doing my own thing. And I was kind of at a crossroads, honestly, I didn't really know where I wanted to go with this whole thing. And I was, so you said six months ago, you were, uh, uh, at this crossroads. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I was looking at one of my mentors pages, Peter Shankman, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he he wrote a, a couple of books, and he's this great guy. He started a company called Help a Reporter Out or Harrow. And, oh, yeah, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I've been fortunate enough to connect with him through a conference we met, and we've met a couple times in New York City. But anyway, I was looking at all of his stuff, and basically he, he said something on, I think it was Facebook, but I had said it in the past. And mm-hmm. there I was looking at what he said, and he gets – a hundred thousand views and 10,000 comments and, uh, you know, 20,000 likes. And there was mine with like 15 comments and 20 likes. Right. 200 views. Right. So Mm -hmm. there are pretty. Mm -hmm. And what talk to Peter, you know, he's a 
but uh he's just kind of pointed to himself and he goes like like look at me like do you see this guy do you see this body like i don't remember exactly what he said but then he just said i have 40 years mm-hmm. on your journey right now how the heck are any mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. you know he cursed a little bit but any, i won't do that he said how the he said how the heck are you supposed to get the same kind of engagement that I am right. when you're just starting out? You know, you don't have credibility. You don't have, you know, you haven't, what have you done besides have good ideas to be where I am? You know, you haven't put in the hard work, the the time, the effort, the consistency mm-hmm. to, to be where I am. Right. So, you know, that was a little bit of a kick in the butt to say, right. this is a long game and this takes patience and new ideas are wonderful. And sure, there are those unicorn ideas or videos that go viral on the internet, but I would Mm -hmm. never advocate for that anymore. I would say, especially with what I do with with Cloud9 and understanding people's most amazing moments in their lives, the Cloud9 moments come Mm -hmm. from when behind the scenes, you're putting in the work, putting in the work, putting in the work for so long. And then boom, you have that moment of true euphoria where you realize that it's impacting one person, right. that it's impacting 10 people, and then ultimately that it's impacting, you know, thousands that. and maybe you know, even millions. That's one of the things I talk about is mm-hmm. uh, heroes are made in the dark. And by that, I mean, you know, it is the behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. It's the not going to the party. I'm sure you sometimes experience with your roommates and working yeah. on that book or doing that podcast yeah. when everybody doesn't, uh-huh. uh, agree with your vision but then later on it's like wow how did you get all this stuff done how are you on this podcast or meeting these people later on but um i love the concept of you know playing the long game so how do you yeah um you know with you being somewhat of a millennial you know the mindset for them Mm -hmm. is you know easy (laughs) what's the word i want to say um not really reinventing the wheel but why take the long road if you yeah. can get there in less time? So how do you right. kind of handle that with being able to help maybe uh, some of your colleagues with the mindset of transitioning them to the long game, if that's even an issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it absolutely is. I think people are, are definitely thinking – more mm-hmm. in the here and now, which is good. You're supposed to stay present. You're supposed to stay present and, and live in the moment. But when it comes to things like this that we're talking about now with, with instant mm-hmm. gratification, that's not as healthy for a, a lifestyle or a mindset mm-hmm. or a career, mm-hmm. right? So I'll, I'll, go, I'll go back to these interviews that I've been doing that I just mentioned before. They're called cloud nine okay. moments. And basically a cloud nine moment is when I ask somebody if they've ever experienced this freeing, electrifying rush of euphoria that their, they, their bodies were doing something that they'd never experienced before. It was the peak of happiness that they ever could have experienced mm-hmm. in their lives, right? And I ask millennials this question. I ask 90, my 90-year-old grandma this question. I ask, I ask people around the world mm-hmm. this question. And never once... Have I gotten the answer about an Instagram like or a Mm. Facebook comment or a something, you know, something related to instant gratification that has never been a response that has created a cloud nine moment. 
mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever. The responses that are cloud nine moments are what I mentioned before, the delayed mm-hmm. gratification where you, just like you were saying, you know, it's behind the scenes. It's, it's, you know, you, you stay mm-hmm. home from that party. Right. And then one day you get invited to speak on stage or one day you get the promotion or one day, you know, you, you mm-hmm. get the girl or the guy um, after right. putting in all the work. Right. So it's, it's really about that, you know, and um, especially like in uh, with what I'm doing now, I believe that it's so important mm-hmm. to to have goals. Right. And to and to think about, you know, your one year, five mm-hmm. year, 10 year plan. But um, I was listening yesterday to Oprah's mm-hmm. Super Soul Conversations and Cheryl Strayed, who's the author mm-hmm. of the book Wild. She said something really profound that, mm-hmm. that hit me in the right way. And uh, she said that mm-hmm. she was in a yoga class and she looked at her yoga instructor and basically said to herself, like, I can never be like that yoga stru- instructor. So she went up to her afterward and said, you know, like, what's my problem? I'm not doing anything right, basically. And uh, the yoga instructor looked at her and said, the purpose of yoga is not to do the right pose, but rather the purpose is to mm. reach for it. So in, in everything that I think about, in the goals that I want to hit, in what I want to do in my life, it's not about doing the right pose and getting to the pose that I want. It's rather mm-hmm. becoming the person and putting in the effort mm-hmm. to reach for those mm-hmm. goals, right? So that's, you know, again, all I about love that. the delayed and gratification. So, you know, talk a little bit more about yeah. how, you know, that's like the implementation. So it's like we're going to these concerts, yeah. I mean, conferences, live events. We're being with these people mm-hmm. that are, you know, telling us their philosophies and their formulas, but it's us with the implementation. Yeah. So about that journey with uh-huh. becoming the person, what is something key learned about that yeah yeah so I'll I'll give another little anecdote here and uh, I'm a personal trainer in the mornings from 6 a.m to 8 30 a.m I've got five or six clients who just come in start the Mm -hmm. day on a really high note right and in personal training Mm -hmm. I'll have a client right um Mm -hmm. say her name is Becky and Becky comes to me and she says I have this wedding my friend's wedding is in three months and I need mm-hmm. to lose 15 pounds. And I say, no, you don't. And she probably looks at me like <laughs> I have 15 heads, but uh, that's what I say. I say, no, you don't. Because the goal is not to lose 15 pounds. Sure, that's like the overarching mm-hmm. thing that you want to happen. But in order to implement a strategy as to how you're going to lose 15 pounds, you can't just say that, right? It's, it's right. like with New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. You can't just say that. But rather, in becoming the person who does lose 15 pounds, you need to do your research and think about who loses 15 pounds, right. who's done it in the past, right? Who can you call? Who can you contact? What articles can you read about somebody who lost 15 I pounds in three months, right? And then it's about setting the micro goals instead mm-hmm. of setting the big goals, and it's also about setting it up in a way where it is, it is not so much like results-based, but rather process-oriented. So what I mean by that is what I'd say to Becky is you're not going to lose 15 pounds and like, you know, maybe for, 
you know, milestone purposes, we'll say every five weeks, you'll mm-hmm. lose three pounds or whatever. But what I'm actually going to say to Becky is what you're going to do is be the, the Becky who shows up to the gym five days a week mm-hmm. for an hour each, and then the right. results are going to come. That's what it's about. It's about putting that process in. So if you want to write mm-hmm. a best-selling book, right? You don't just write a best-selling book, but rather it's you're going to do 10 days in a row of 1,000 words a day and your writing is going to improve and then boom, like that, that's how it's going to work. So that's where the implementation piece comes in. That is really good. Now, um, so that answers one of my other questions. So how much time Mm -hmm. did it take for you to come up with a strategy of surrounding yourself with the right people? You know, because you said, you know, we get our inspiration. It might be one book, um, you know, one podcast, these ideas resonate, but what does that look like? Because yeah. some people it's like, okay, this is the next thing and they do it for a week or two right. and then they're done. You know, so what is the mm. realistic process that you went through? Did you incorporate it in your daily routine or, you know, something you did per week? You know, because oh, some yeah. people starting out and listening, they just don't get it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, that's, you know, I kind of thought I would quit my corporate job and within a week I would be a New York <laughs> Times bestseller. So I was in the same position, you yeah. know, um, I was in the same position, but uh, I, I learned very quickly that it, that it doesn't work that way. And you need to develop mm-hmm. a strong foundation. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, do you know Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 Hours? I'm familiar hours? with Malcolm Gladwell, but I haven't read the 10,000 Hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so the concept basically is this, in order to be an expert in anything, you have to practice at least 10,000 hours of it. So I am not nearly that extreme. I actually had a conversation the other day with a lady who is trying to be a a sports broadcaster or she is a sports broadcaster, but she wants to be like the best. And she's documenting every single hour that she practices and wow. does sports broadcasting, right? Which is just, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing, fascinating, but I, I'm not, I'm right. not that intense with this, but um, basically use that as yeah. a little bit of perspective where if you're doing like five days, what, it's like a mm-hmm. hundred hours only, you know, and, and one week that's, that doesn't even get you 0.1 per, that gets you like 0.1% right. of the way there. Um, so for me personally, how, you know, it's been a year and a half since I quit my job and I still work at creating my network every single day. You mentioned, mm-hmm. is it on my calendar? Every single day I have something on my list that is about building a relationship with that. a new person. And whether that's on LinkedIn or whether that's on, you know, maybe a special day where I want to send this beautifully crafted email to a New York Times bestseller in my, you know, who mm-hmm. I think I can connect with, um, it, it's always different. And it's having these kinds of conversations. It's having in-person conversations, trying to meet with people mm-hmm. in New York City, right? Um, because, because if I don't interact with somebody every single day, I, I'm never going right. to know what network I, I want to build, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. I love the point that you're yeah. bring, bringing up with uh, daily building. You know, this is something that you mm. have to create. You know, because a lot of people think it's just going to fall in there. Yeah. You know, hey, he's already been on a podcast yeah. or he knows these people. You know, what is the reality of yeah. maintaining? 
you know, because you can have one opportunity, yeah. but where does it go from there? Mm. <laughs> These are amazing questions. So <laughs> I love them. I, I really do. So, so the, the maintenance, the maintenance mm-hmm. piece is huge, right? And it, again, you know, think about that story I, I mentioned before about coming to the crossroads of do I, do I stay mm-hmm. or do I go mm-hmm. pretty much? And uh, because, you know, in that story, because I had somebody in my network who I could go to for advice, that's when that person was able to push me down right. the right path, right? And something that I want to mention about, you know, connecting with somebody every single day is that you have to hope that not every single person is somebody you want to talk to mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Because you need to know the kinds of attributes and characteristics and people who you don't necessarily right. want to right. be around, right? So you need to, you need to learn from mm-hmm. you know, mistakes. And obviously, there's a huge emphasis on failure and, and you know, picking yourself back up and, and mm-hmm. trying it again, right? But the key here is that it's all about intention, intentionality mm-hmm. and evaluation, right? You need to go into every single thing with intention and then assess it after, evaluate that. it after. And I don't mean that every single conversation you need to have an agenda, right, you right. need to boom, boom, boom. Some of the best conversations mm-hmm. just like this are the mm-hmm. ones that are free flowing mm-hmm. and we're just mm-hmm. going with it, right? But my, my intention... so much more about who you allow you to mm-hmm. ma- maintain this I love that mm-hmm. so that is awesome thank you now um Let's talk about this evaluation yeah. because, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's like, hey, I'm just doing these things, checking the box. I did my uh, post for the day. Yeah. I did my emails and all this. Uh-huh. You know, what? that's another thing. It's about being able to look at the results yeah. and knowing what kind of results to look for. Yeah. You know, because if it is a long journey, you know, some of the results that you notice, um, you know, what are the things that you're looking for? Because yeah. it's not going to be like, okay, you're on Oprah yeah, yeah. next week. Right. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly. After the, yeah. <laughs> so what should they be looking for? Yes. To know if they're doing the right thing. So I'm going to take this answer two ways and I'll preface this with, I, I'm going to contradict myself in a way here. So just, just, okay. just bear with me. So, so the first okay. thing I will say is that once you're getting in the groove and you're rocking and rolling and you're, you're analyzing. So for me first, I was actually analyzing other people and I was seeing Mm -hmm. what worked for them and what kind of words in their content was resonating with people. What was getting them a lot of engagement? What was, you know, working Mm -hmm. in their lives. Right. And I was, Mm -hmm. you know, keeping, keeping good track of that. And for me, I was doing the Mm -hmm. same, you know, I would, I would check the analytics. I would go deep into it and then change it up and, and shift things around for the next one and see how that one performed, right? So uh, mm-hmm. there is definitely a lot of back work that goes into this, mm-hmm. you know, whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even even in conversations, right? I would hang up the phone and I would say, okay, how good was that conversation in regard to creativity and originality 
and uh, mm-hmm. authenticity, right? So definitely mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot of, of deliberate planning goes into it and assessment. But where I'm going to contradict myself now is actually something that I said in a post, a video that I made the other day, where uh, mm-hmm. I, I think big picture at the end of the day. And when I wrote my first book, I, I said that my goal was to impact one stranger with this book. And fast forward to where we are now. And, you know, I've got thousands of connections on LinkedIn, hundreds of messages every day thousands of comments mm-hmm. and, and things like that on, on mm-hmm. yesterday and I'm a vet that great. I just take a, mm-hmm. and I think this mm-hmm. is important concept that I have in my life. I take a step back and I, and I sort of, you know, put myself up in the clouds and I look down at what's going on from a third party perspective. And I just say, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of like, chuckle and I go man like you're gonna get upset because your post didn't perform well like right. look what you have done your goal was to impact one mm-hmm. stranger and here you are right so it's almost like you know you, you keep you keep setting new right. milestones for yourself that's mm-hmm. that's how it can always be you know one of my I'm a mm-hmm. I, I like Gary V a lot and something that he said was that he he's mm-hmm. he never stops and there's, you know, there's a little bit of danger in that. Right. We, we don't have to talk about it because, um, but anyway, he, he never stops. And when he hits one goal of New York Times bestseller, his next goal is, okay, now I'm going to mm-hmm. do five New York Times bestsellers. And when he hits one goal of my company's going to hit 5 million in revenue, it's okay. Now, when are we going to hit 5 billion mm-hmm. in revenue? When's that going to be, right? So the, the key, again, going back, bringing this conversation full circle is that it's never really about the goal that you're setting, it's always about the person that you're becoming in the process, right? And I believe that the best way to understand the person who you're becoming in the process is by putting yourself up in the clouds, looking down at who you are and just kind of thinking like, wow, uh, I'm doing pretty well. That's awesome. That's just good. Now, um, so what, you know, do you have a coach or a mentor or somebody that you deal with on a regular basis or this is pretty much... Uh, something you just do on your own based on your own personal development. Yeah. That's so awesome. it, it's really all me. Uh, like I keep mentioning to you, I, I have a couple of key people who mm-hmm. I've gone to in my life um, who I've been mm-hmm. able to make relationships with, but uh, on a daily basis, no. Um, you know, my, my mm-hmm. mom, I talk to every day, mm-hmm. my dad, my brother, mm-hmm. um, friends, but uh, that's that's more so not really about this stuff. It's it really comes from my desire to impact the world. You know, everything that I'm doing is about what that. it can do for other people. So uh, that's that's that is really so awesome. why I'm so driven. Yeah. Well, I have really enjoyed this Thank conversation. You. I mean, <laughs> I have Me too. The notes questions over were here. But, you know, this helps me could say I have uh, a daughter <laughs> who is going to be 27. I have a 24-year-old uh-huh. son and okay. 23, so they're all uh-huh. like around your uh-huh. age range, and it's just good to be able to, yeah. one, realize that, um, you know, that mindset, you're never too young for it, you know, um, and so it's just yeah. a breath of fresh mm-hmm. air to mm-hmm. know that, mm-hmm. hey, sometimes when I'm telling them things, I oh, know I'm not you. crazy, okay, because other people do get it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's one of the, one of the things, okay. okay. 
So the two best places to find me are LinkedIn. You could just reach out. It's Jordan Gross. And then on my website, journeytocloud9.com. That's all spelled out. Journey, T-O, cloud, N-I-N-E.com. Sounds good. Well, we just want to thank you so much for your time. I have really enjoyed this conversation. Me too. Me too. Now, so what number podcast is this for you? Um, This is 73. Awesome. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. All right. So um, we wish you the best with your journey. And thank you. Tell us again the name of your book so that if anybody wants to order that. Yeah, so it's going to be called The Journey to Cloud9. Okay. And that'll be out in like the December, January timeframe. But if you want to stay up to date on it, at the website journeytocloud9.com, you can put your email in to the top bar and uh, you'll get all the updates and, and receive Cloud9 moments and freebies and things like that. That is so awesome. So this yeah. journey is, uh, you have any help with this? This is something you're doing all on your own, a personal This book? Or- uh-huh. This book, I'm going through a traditional publisher. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I self-published the first book, but this one is uh, with a boutique publishing firm. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and where are you located again? I'm in New York City. Okay, New York yeah. City. All right. Mm-hmm. You ever yep. seen Rachel Ray at all? <laughs> That's so, fu- wow, I can't believe you asked that because I saw her in a restaurant like less than a month ago. Really? She yeah. is so awesome. I was on the yeah. show. Yeah. You were? We, yeah, we got a chance to be on there for Oh um, my goodness. Yeah, a national organization campaign with uh, Peter Wall. How was that? It was so fun because you know, uh didn't know how to cook, starting uh-huh. out with uh having all these children. So me and my kids would sit around yeah. and watch her thirty minute meals. And so um it was just the best thing. And then we ended up uh being on her show. So it was a really great experience. We had fun. And if I can serve you any way in the future, please let me know. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.